it's all year round thing. And I think that if it's only done during one month or we're only like really prioritizing one month, then it's not really driving as much impact as it possibly could. Well, you really But you know, you already know what it is. We back. We back. We in it. Yes, sir. Back in person. Back in person, yeah. as we should be. We did a temp virtual episode. Last what, week. what do you think of virtual? I don't hate it because it's convenient. It's yeah, convenient, yeah. But yeah. it takes away from the experience. It Plus, does. I like spending time. With you, right? Of course, yeah, man. Yeah. Seeing my face in person is just a highlight of your day. Yeah, right? of course, of course. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I bail on every single plan that we ever make. But hey, you make time for the podcast. I make time for the podcast. That's all that matters. When I can, man. What are you saying, man? Oh man, just uh, living life. Li- living my life, man. <laughs> it's it's been a crazy couple of weeks, man. Like uh, celebrated a bachelor party. Yes, sir. Uh, one of. Two of three. You got a lot. Summer. You got a lot. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. of three this summer. Uh, had a great time celebrating my best friend Devin's uh, bachelor party. Uh, you know, cottage weekend with the fellas. Uh, many drinks were consumed. Yeah, a lot of fun was had. Responsible uh, drinking. Responsible drinking. Of right, course, right, we only right, had right. like twenty drinks <laughs> in a day, yeah. but yeah, per uh, day. <laughs> no, it was good, man. And the, the thing I like about times like this summer, and like I know we talk, we always do our, like our summer recap is yeah. Um, Things like like weddings and you know that happen typically in like a four month span, like in the summertime, they bring people together. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, most of my friend group, you know, lives in Ottawa, but there's a couple of us who like don't live there. I live in TO, obviously. Um, my good friend Ty lives out east, so it was nice that my brother came to the bachelor party. So it's Get like you know we all kind together. of came together, which is nice because. Uh, you know, when people start getting into serious relationships, people start having kids, it's like definitely hard to like get everyone back together, but uh, it can be busy, it can be hectic, but uh, there's one thing I'm thankful for is, you know, time I get to spend with, uh, you know, some close homies, you know what I mean? Very wholesome update right there. That's, I like that's that. What's I like up, man. That. That's what about up. the ratchet shit, man? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But uh, overall, things have been, things have been all right, man. Yeah. Uh, getting through the, the wildfires for sure. Uh, it was a little smoky yesterday, a little hazy. Things look a little bit better now. Hopefully, we're on the up and up. But yeah, yeah I kind of wonder how that stuff is. Like, I don't know, is New York like back to normal? Is it still? I don't know. Do remnants of, of all that. I, this whole situation is very interesting, right? Because yeah. this is just a preview of what's to come. The end of the world. Unfortunately, the end of right? the like climate change world, is, is is real. Yeah. Uh, I might get the the fucking uh, Bud Light guys coming after me for that <laughs> one, but. Uh, it's, like prove it. It's like, like prove, look outside, yeah, bro. Like, like, okay, <laughs> breathe. Like, you know, for real. For but real. it's you know it'll be interesting to see in a couple of years where we're looking at like the moderate to risky, you know, uh, whatever like the meter that they use in terms of air quality. Yeah, yeah. Like we could look at what the last little bit has been and been like, oh shit! Like in like ten years, be like, oh shit! It was it's only bad. that. It's back then. Bad, that was bro. crazy, man. Yeah. That was sick. I'm gonna be inside of my Vision Pro. Yeah, yeah. Y'all have fun outside, man. Oh, I'm gonna it, create my own world in there. Here's a here's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. The government created climate change, and they're adapting like this, like VR, AR technology at the exact same time, mm. so that we create we are forcing ourselves into a digital digital world. 
and not worried about what's not going worried on about what's going on outside right right this right. is how it happens man hey you know i'm for it no, it's so this. funny there's <laughs> yeah. a, i was at my barber's place yesterday yeah uh, i got a fresh day by the way of course, of course. um the camera zooms in yeah yeah zoom in on the shit please yeah, yeah. um but he was saying that he worked with some clown who like is one of those like super right-wing conspiracy theorist kind of guys again but like guys probably coming after me for this yeah, one yeah, yeah. but he always starts the conversation whenever he brings up some stupid conspiracy theory being like oh did you hear about this one so mm. that that was one of those moments uh if he's listening to this yeah, yeah. i should have said did you ever listen to this, this one? one i like that um but man at the end of the day all good yeah uh thankful that i'm i'm breathing uh, my family for the most part is is as well so yeah yeah uh, how about you hey man um wholesome weekend wholesome weekend as well love it i love it here and there you know i'm in between the ratchet shit um but yeah my mom shout out to my mom she bought a condo Move it's been it. in development for a few years and finally she moved in Let's over go. the weekend had to help her with moving you know 12 years of stuff pretty much but um, we did it, man, and, and she's she's proud. She's happy. She's in a good spot, good area, nice new condo. Um, that fresh feeling of like this new spot, you know. Yeah. Um, so that felt good. It felt good to just kind of see her absorb and enjoy this. Space. Just taking the, like, taking the moment. Taking the moment. You know, we're standing on the balcony. We're like, "Yo, you own this shit. This is yours." That's sick, man. You know, so yeah. that felt good. Um, and then Saturday, I was at a boxing event. Um, Shout out to my boy Kirk because he won his first amateur Let's boxing go, fight. Kirk. Killed that shit. All the boys were jumping up and down. Captain like, Kirk. Captain, yeah, so I call him Captain Kirk. <laughs> he has like a belt now, bro. Let's like, go. It's like, <laughs> he's holding it down. Hype, hype. And all the other fighters at UBC, you guys did your thing, but shout out to Kirk, man. He was he stole the show for sure. Yes, um, sir. And then yeah, it's been chilling, man. I caught up on some Netflix shows, you know. Gotta watch my selling sunset, my black mirror, my love island, all of that shit. Of course course of course but that's been my week man just just chilling for the most part man i'm gonna go off script here for for two seconds yeah yeah um and we can jump into our like a weekly recap in a stack but i want to get this out before i forget yeah um this is like you know when we're talking about summertime going out to eat and stuff like that going out to like all these different you know places restaurants and whatnot uh i don't know if you've been seeing this place on that's been servicing on tiktok it's like this okay. Jamaican, well, Jamaican place. Look more? Uh, no, no, no. Um, but they're selling $10 patties. <laughs> and I bring, this, I bring this up because I had a Jamaican patty there and it was fire. But it was you like went a, there? No, no, oh, I didn't go there. Brother, but, is that Patwell? No, no, no. Okay, okay. I can't remember. I can't remember what it's called. It's like June something. Shut I can't the remember. hell up. Bro, nah. they're selling patties for, for $10. Yeah. Like, what we need to chop it up about is like, Bro, any, audacity. bro, I've seen so many like Jamaicans and like Caribbean people jumping in and like yeah. trying this place or like seeing people like react to like food reviews and the prices and whatnot. They like it or? Bro, they're getting torn apart. Okay, bro. okay. Getting, bro, this is like, can we not say this is like gentrifying? That's bro? crazy, man. Bro, $10 for a patty. Yeah, I was at that boxing event and they were $5 and we were flipping out. We were, we're like, like, what the hey, hell? Man, yeah. like, <laughs> and they weren't even good. They, they did even, not hit at all. That's $10 a, is crazy. $10 is wild. Yeah. For a patty, bro. Like bro. that's crazy. Bro. How do you think about like this? This is gentrifying. Yeah. This is gentrification of yeah. like food in and a culture. real form. And people are gonna be like, "Oh, hey, send me that spot on TikTok. I'm gonna throw hate in their comments." Yeah, man. Like, bro, we crazy. should we should honestly go and we should try it. We should do it. Yeah. But I've seen that like I don't even want to give them ten. Yeah, I know that's yeah. the thing. Like, I don't want to support it because like that's just crazy. But wow. it was like um, 
Like there are ten dollar patties, like it's like a curry goat and curry whatever. Okay. Like, are they South- doing any some anything different though? Um, no, I think they're trying to position themselves as like being more premium. I mean, they probably should if they're charging ten bucks for, for a, a patty. patty. Yeah, okay. but man, that's like that's wild. That's bro. pretty wild. It's hard to justify that. You can't justify it, man. Yeah. Okay. And something that's historically like that just been me like off. affordable. You know, like a quick snack. Yeah. Like you know, delicious. Everyone loves a good patty. But like, yeah. how are you gonna charge more than two bucks for a patty? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I don't yeah. care how premium your ingredients get. Apparently, it's not that good. Like That's the, the crazy part. For the price that you pay. If they were doing something like very unique and like reinventing whatever the patty yeah. in some special way and it tasted good, I'd be like, like okay, okay, this is the this okay. is the premium elevated sure, version sure. of this. Sure. It's got to slap though. But it's got to slap. Be good. I don't care what anybody has to say, man. It's got to be good. And if it's not good, fuck in my face. We're going to do some more investigation and come back yeah. because you just upset me, but it's all you good. You know what we should do? We should go to like All Wins or any of those places yeah, and yeah. get a patty from there and then get Ta- a blind taste test. Place. We'll do a taste test yeah. and see which one's better. But I think I know the answer to if that. If we already. messed up on that, oh, I can never show my face. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'd get shunned by the Bud Light guys and the fucking Jamaicans, bro. Easily. Um, so something that I did a couple weeks ago that I want to shout out before we get into kind of all the newer stuff is I was on a panel. Um, I graduated from BrainStation, which is a digital kind of skills training boot camp. Yes, sir. Um, that's how I got into UX, and that's a whole other story. I'm well documented, articles, all that shit. Yeah, but yeah, look them up. He's look them up. Deal. Look them up. Um, but they basically did like an alumni panel um, in collaboration with Bit Toronto, so Blacks in Technology Toronto. Oh. Blacks in Technology has like chapters all across the world. They have like 50 different chapters in different cities across the world. It's crazy. I didn't realize how big they were, but they were partnering with BrainStation to like help educate black people on how to get into tech. So they brought alumni from BrainStation to like speak to their experience, how we got into tech, why we chose tech, what we do now. Um, And it was like the first time since COVID that I think I've been at, you can call it a networking event. Oh, shit. I think it's the first time since I've done everything just virtually or I just haven't shown up to things. But yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> this, was the, <laughs> this was the first time I was there again. And I'm like, oh, this is what this feels like. OK, no yeah. masks. Everyone just like talking and eating finger food and yeah, grabbing man. drinks. But yeah, it was a cool time. Shout out to BrainStation and Bit for, uh, for inviting me and hopefully trying to do more stuff like that. Yeah, it'll inspire um, the next generation, man. Hey, always, always, yeah. always, you know. Like, so you finesse the system. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you feel that there's like a lot of black people in tech? Yeah. 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 I, I feel it's like- not a pipeline problem. And I brought that up on the panel too of like, there's so many companies that if you really ask them, they kind of mention, oh, they're just not applying to these jobs or they're just not, they're not here. That's why we don't have a lot oh, of cap. representation. That's I'm like, bullshit. cap, especially with remote work now. Like, oh, come yeah, on, man. guys. Dude, I feel like not a pipeline problem. I feel like black people, like there's a ton of black people in tech, so yeah. at least trying to get into it, which yeah. is actually pretty sick to see. It's amazing to you see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like there's so many other industries that could like benefit from like that style. I wonder what it is about tech specifically that is like attracting. Uh, when, I don't want to say like attracting or appealing because that like there that means that there's something in that, but like yeah, is yeah. there like an accessibility thing from your perspective like that makes it easier or more engaging? Is it like a like uh, you see other black people within the industry and that makes a difference. Like what, from your perspective, like what, what does that look like to you? A large part of it is, I don't want to like over amplify what tech is, but like the financial freedom aspect of it, right? Yeah. Like this is something that 
you don't necessarily need to go to like a four year degree program and get a master's in order to make six figures in the tech right. field. So I think it's like a bit of, I want kind of like word of mouth or your connection. So if somebody does it, they're in cloud computing or something like that. And then they tell you, Hey, you just do the certification and then spend a little bit of time. And obviously it's hard work, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's Nothing so rewarding easy, yeah. financially as well as it's like a future proof career. And I think black people are at least more in tune now that it's like, I need to set myself up because I need to maybe take care of other family members or I need to take care of other people or I need to set myself up financially. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of them are stepping up towards, towards tech and, and being clued in that this is a field that we can operate in and, and dominate and, and, you know, yeah. and thrive in. Well, it's great because it's like, yeah, again, it, it clearly an industry that is booming. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't want to be left behind. Yeah, exactly. That way. Yeah, yeah. Straight yeah. up, straight up. And it's like, man, I love the what you just said about like the industry being future proof. Yeah, it's always on the forefront of technology. I mean, it's in the name. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's actually quite interesting. Uh, and there's probably a lot that like we can learn from, you know, black folks in tech. Bro, as the years kind of go on, which is gonna be cool to see. Yeah, like you were in Atlanta, right? Yeah. So many, so many of the like wealthy and like rich people in Atlanta, like black people yeah. are in tech oh, that's and it's like, they have so many dope events out there for like Afro tech and blacks in tech and stuff. And I'm like, I need to go there. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, Atlanta is an awesome city. I need like, to go there like, and meet these people because yeah. they're, they're, they're living out there, man. And I, I love, I love to see all of that. So yeah. any black person I talk to, I try to get in tech. That's it. I mean, like, it's, <laughs> you know, like, it's very legit. Like I feel like, uh, it's an industry that, is inviting uh at least that's what i like see right like, yeah yeah uh, anyway. there's still obviously there's barriers with all these industries they're still kind of like white male led for the most part but we but do that, what we can man yeah that will change over time the we more do what that, we like, can. people Hopefully. like like you especially will climb the ranks right yeah, yeah. but uh speaking of atlanta Ooh. uh Ooh. man there's a guy hey, yeah. a guy from oh. college park man who just dropped a a tough album crazy you know, over the last, I think it was last weekend. Last weekend. Oh man, gonna that shit was gonna wanna. You tell me, I, I, I'll let you go first. Man, Rodeo Drive. Oh, <laughs> fuck you, mean. Oh man, the yeah. album is amazing. I think I sent you the link. Yeah. Uh, he he gave about a week notice. I think of just like he dropped the album cover and said it's coming this day. Not a ton of promotion, but here's the thing: like gonna, you know, because of the whole. YSL case and like people calling him a snitch on Young Thug. Like there's just been a lot of attention on him. So he didn't really need a rollout. Like people are right. going to flock to this album regardless because they want to know what does he have to say? Yeah. Is he going to admit that he's a snitch, you know, and what they call in the hip hop culture and all of that. But yeah. it was, he floated on 15 tracks. Every track for me hit. It hit. No features, just him the whole time. Which I respected, man. And, like, yeah. the the thing that I like about Gunna is, honestly, like, I haven't really listened to him that much. Mm -hmm. I would say only in the last couple of years, like, maybe since, um, like, the Drip Harder. Yeah, like, yeah. Came okay, out okay. Him okay. Little Baby. Like, Drip that album, yeah. I was like, okay, this shit's actually fire. Yeah. But I started to listen to him. His last more. album was pretty dope. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But, like, this one is, like, damn. Like, Polished, this is, like, man. probably his best album. Like yeah. or like up there, yeah. right? Like it's fire, bro. Like I love, I love the way that, like his style of production, 
and like the way that he raps like is like a match made in heaven it's like an instrument man. yeah bro yeah. it kind of reminds me like remember when uh future came out with uh dirty sprite 2 yeah it was, yeah, like, yeah. Collab yeah with metro boomin right it kind of reminds me of like that level of like perfect like style of rapping versus you know the production to match like he's got a very unique style yeah a unique sound uh and i loved it but let's talk about the snitching thing. Bruh. And and we and to lead into that, like the producer that he typically uses, like Weezy out of here, you know that? Yeah, Weezy out of here. He's he, he's not on this album because the whole snitching stuff. Like there's been a divide between the two because of that. Yeah. But Gunna still made an amazing body of work without that guy. So oh, it's like dude. fuck you, man. Yeah. You know? Fuck you me. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah, you me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can talk about this though. Snitching in like in this culture, right? Like the idea is that Gunna Gunna's never been a street artist, though, right? Like, yeah. he's never been, like, a gangster rapper or anything yeah, like yeah. that. But because he's tied to Young Thug and YSL is, like, a label, which has been proven as an actual gang in court, um, they still loop him into this, those same street rules. Right. Of, like, you cannot snitch no matter what. The yeah. street code, which is just, like, it's dumb to anyone that's not, a ga- uh, like, uh, you know, involved in that pretty right. much like it's very it's actually hard to explain and make that make sense yeah what's actually hilarious is um i find it just jokes how like you'll see like suburban white kids be yeah. like yo he's a snitch really like yo shut yeah. the fuck up yeah. shut the fuck up kyle yeah. get out of here bro yeah. up, go to private school and shit yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh he's yeah, a snitch. shut up it's like um, shut up man li- like, but you know what, what i will say though it's yeah. like it's circumstantial right like i don't know like, if I'm in a situation, I'm not snitching on my boys, you know what I mean? I, I don't know if I could do it, but... You're saying you wouldn't? I wouldn't. <laughs> what? I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I was about to say, you're facing 25 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to be like, nah, it was actually... It was, was Dak. If it was something that I didn't have anything possibly to be involved in, yeah, I knew yeah. it, it's like, well, what's the point? You know, at that point, you're just like, it's like my life versus yours kind of thing. Yeah. Right? So it's very, like, complex. It would be interesting to, like, do a deep dive on, like hip-hop culture like that and like snitching and what that means and all yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff because like it's one thing to like it's again like it's very based in the context but i remember when like remember when yeah. sni- six nine snitch yeah, yeah people already hated him, yeah i'm so like yo just fuck that guy yeah, man. That guy's yeah. A fucking snitch, dude. <laughs> but honestly did i care that he snitched no i just didn't like him yeah you know what i mean because yeah. like here's the thing i mean none of us are involved in this life whatsoever but i think if you're choosing to be involved in that life if you're making that actual choice, then you probably shouldn't tell on your homie. Right? Yeah, for sure. If you guys both decide to do a crime and one gets caught, you like you're gonna tell on your homie, really? It's like you guys both made that decision. Yeah. Now Gunna is someone that has never really he's been like crime adjacent maybe, but like he's never really rapped like he's a thug. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, so for him to be involved in that, you can tell he's not built for that. It's not him. Yeah. And I don't know him personally. I'm just saying what I what I've seen online and what yeah he doesn't I really seem like he's, like he's like that. Doesn't seem like he's about that life, yeah. right? But um, that's us on snitching. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a man makes on snitching. Uh, let's uh, let's move on here. Uh, the actual day that we're recording this is June nineteenth. Yep. Juneteenth. Yep. Um, there's been, I think we've talked about it before, the discussion of like, should this be like a, a holiday? Like a yeah, holiday sounds weird. You know, it is in the states. It's it's observed as like a national holiday, pretty yeah. much. So like, like by definition. By definition. But like, yeah, um, for what it is, it's like, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very interesting, right? Because like, 
there's some organizations here that do it, uh, yeah. do it. Yeah. like my team over on the NBA side like they they took they have the day off right, right, kind of right. thing which yeah. is like I mean that kind of makes sense yeah but like mo- my organization like you know we made a post about it on, on our internal comms network do you like, like expect Canadian companies to I don't have the so. day off no, I, don't, I don't think so it'd be nice I, but I'm like I'm not pressed you know yeah I think there's other ways that you can you know support a day like this through like education and providing resources and whatnot and like leave it up to the individual if they like want to care about it you know what I mean yeah yeah Which, I think we talked about that uh last year of like um when you get the day off it's like you're not doing the I, I won't say the learning but like you're not you're not really taking that time to really reflect and like yeah, there's understand no the reason. No, you're yeah. just at your cottage for, you know. You're bro. just like sick, long weekend. Let's yeah, get it. I'm out of here. So yeah. I don't know. And I mean, not to, I don't think you need to force, you know, this education down people's throats either. I mean, if you force something, people aren't going to. Yeah, if you want to learn about it, if you want to, you want to learn, here like, it is. Uh, you know, if you if you post to the black square, you should probably take that up. Yeah, you, know I mean? <laughs> you should probably figure out how you're going to look into this. But yeah, I find it kind of interesting because when we think about what June is, it's like there's Juneteenth, there's Pride Month, mm-hmm. there's uh, Indigenous Heritage Month here in Canada. Yep. And it's like, damn, if you're a brand, like, you know what I mean? If you're like a like a half black, half indigenous gay guy, yeah, like, you're, you're just killing you're it. fucking elite. Yep, yep. For one month, for <laughs> yeah, one yeah, month, yeah. and then it's back to the discrimination. Yeah, and then it's like that. And then yeah. get, it's, it's okay for June, but after that, Ugh, you know, tighten up. Yeah. So it's it's always interesting to see how like brands come to life and like speak about these kinds of things, right? Because I haven't yeah. seen anything about Indigenous Heritage Month other than, like, stuff that the Raptors have posted. Yeah, I haven't seen much you know what I mean? at all. Yeah. And, like, do you think right. that that's, like, harmful? I know we always go back to the conversation about, like, how to balance these, like, theme months and if it makes sense to even, like, put them in a specific month. Because there is so much intersectionality. Like, I made the joke before, but, like, there is a lot. Yeah. Like, is this the right approach? Because, like, I feel like no one's talking about Indigenous Heritage Month. But in the same vein, like, I don't really see much on Juneteenth other than, like, American. Yeah, but how much brand. Pride stuff have you seen? Yeah, I mean, that's just a... Uh, like, a, it's commercially acceptable. Yeah, and, and yeah, what I was going to say is, like, you know, all brands do it, so then every other brand does it as well, you know? Like, it's a popular thing that the top brands are doing, so everyone just jumps in. It's a follow-the-leader type of thing. It definitely Like, if is. all these brands switched and started doing Indigenous Heritage Month, then the other brands would be like, oh, shit, okay, we need to add that to the content calendar. Yeah, yeah. But no one's going to be the first. Yeah, we're yeah. Like, we don't know what the fuck we're <laughs> No one wants to be, because they like, don't actually care, right? No, they're just like, fuck, should we just do a land acknowledgement, I guess? Yeah, yeah. I think I always have the stance of, like, not every... I don't need a post from any brand about anything. I agree. You know, I think, well, yeah, we share that same sentiment. What matters the most is just like getting the work done. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what group you're kind of like targeting here. Yeah, yeah. As long as at the end of the day, like you are doing some type of meaningful action to help either educate yourself or ensure that your organization is like standing by and standing to what it probably said it was going to by like resetting, you know, policy and evaluating your hiring process and how to make it easier for people in these marginalized groups to like um you know be a part of you know everyday life yeah in yeah. the most doing your part. simple easy way possible i don't know it's interesting 
Yeah, <laughs> leave it leave it up to us to call out uh, brands not doing enough. You know. Yeah. That's our, that's our mo right here at the Mad Mix. Yeah, it's like it's like stop worrying about like changing like your logo to a different color. The logo like, changes. Hilarious. The logo changes yeah. crazy. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. The logo changes these months. They're like this month is like. Oh shit! Okay, how many days <laughs> is Pride gonna get? How many days in Disney's Heritage Month? Man, I was telling you my internet service provider is throwing like a Pride event, and I'm just like, like what? It's like, bro, <laughs> do we get like a discount or something like, like that? Like, yeah, it's like, what, what's one that thing mean? I want from my internet service provider, right? Is a is a Pride event. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. And like, listen, I think that um, you know, I, I'm not gonna call it this specific individual, but I do think some things like being able to openly talk about or like celebrating pride, like actually really makes a difference to that community. Yeah. There's yeah. a guy that I work with who's, who's from that community. And, uh, he sent a message to our entire group at the beginning of the month. And he was like, I just want to say like a happy pride. I appreciate everyone who's been like, Dope. you know, uh, he's able to feel like his like regular authentic self because of the environment that we've created. And I think that is more impactful than, changing a logo but yeah i think changing a logo helps indicate like how you stand and how you can show up as a brand i just think that like again it's so monotonous and repetitive but like it's all year round thing and i think that if it's only done during one month or we're only like really prioritizing one month then it's not really driving as much impact as it possibly could we're scratching the surface mm -hmm. but i do think that there's opportunity to you know, continue these conversations internally, not yeah. externally necessarily. Like, don't worry about changing your logo. Well, if I change my logo during September, like, well, what is that going to do? Like, people are going to get confused. Okay, well, then don't change your logo and just change your practices. Yeah, you know literally. I mean? literally yeah. yeah, like, change <laughs> people how People aren't, like, watching your page as yeah, a company. Like, yeah, I'm not know? looking at this being like, oh, didn't change your product logo, didn't change yeah. this. yeah. It's like, I don't know. But Especially I, if you're not selling like consumer products too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just random companies yeah. that no Thanks, one gives a fuck about. Company. Like Xerox or something. I mean, yeah. that's a little different, I guess. Xerox. Like, yeah, like, consumer. Hey, man, <laughs> shout out to you guys. Your paper is cheaper for you guys yeah. this month. You know what I mean? I might be yeah. sensitive. But like, like I don't know. I feel, I feel a way about it. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's about creating environments where people feel okay. About Straight themselves. up. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, this is kind of just a quick hint here. F1 Grand Prix Montreal this last weekend. Right, right. Um, I think it's still happening. I'm not much of an F1 guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's hype, man. It's when you get so many different people coming to Montreal. It's like global event. I'd say it's oh, one of the okay, biggest okay. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. global events, I would say, that probably happens in Canada, at least from a sporting perspective, every year. Mm -hmm. um, one of the guys who does uh, all the videography and uh, photography for the Raptors, shout out to Tristan. Um, Guy's super talented, man. Yeah. Um, he he's there. He's capturing some stuff. Bro, posts a video of like Gordon Ramsay just like chilling at F one. Dope. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, dude, that's actually fucking sick. So like, what? Uh, this is the dumbest question, but like, what? What happens? So like, it's like a. What's the event? It's just like <laughs> it's like a like a tournament, like a racing tournament. Okay. Right? Like it's how like, many races are there? How many? Man, like what? Too, this is when you're asking too many questions. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> no, but it's just like so I've never I, watched a single F1 event ever. Me too. I okay. got I to get some. You know, I think um, uh, I can't remember who one of my friends is like a big F1 person. Yeah, I have a few. Uh, I have a few. Yeah. Um, they said to watch a, a, the documentary on Netflix. Apparently, yeah. it's really good. But yeah, I think I, Jenna. Remember Jenna from uh, one of our episodes a couple couple years ago. Jenna Thurani. 
Yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. to Jenna. I work with her. Jenna's the best. Um, she watches that for him. Okay, okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. She definitely did. She yeah, definitely yeah. did. Let's get her to break it down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jenna, you got to come on here and, and break, break it down, down for us. For us. We're struggling. Cool. Big global event. Uh, yeah. It's pretty dope. And, like, you know, uh, maybe we'll go next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be so lost. I'll be like, yo, Gordon, man, explain this to yeah, me. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, Gordon, mind yeah. explaining this to me, buddy? Yeah. I, I, just, I just don't get it. Oh, man. Okay, so I added this to, like, a recap section, but it's not really a recap. But um, I was talking to my friends the other day about what a time to be alive and how special that album was, that yeah. collab album between Drake and Future. But we also really love Her Loss, which was 21 Savage and Drake. So the question was, which album is better? Her Loss or What a Time to Be Alive? Now that I'm asking you, I realize you actually don't even like Her Loss. So Bro, I think it's an obvious you, answer for man, you. You have to be crazy. if you're Bro, no, loss, man. Bro. I'm seeing this discussion online. Oh like, it's a God, lot. Bro. Yo, Her Loss is really fucking good, Malik. Uh, you got to go back to it. Uh, there's a couple songs. I, I can't even name it. You got to go back to it. Okay, All right, okay. so I'm going to ask you more generically. What is your fave collab album in hip hop? Um, a a deep cut is <laughs> okay. like the Without Warning uh, Offset oh. Twenty One Savage. Yeah, yeah. That one's like a, a masterpiece EP. Really love that one. Yeah. Um, what a time to be alive is probably up there for me off the top. Top five. Um, but then uh, I mentioned it before, Drip Harder, Little Baby, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like okay. One of my favorite ones for sure. Watch the Throne, man. Oh, uh, Watch the Throne was pretty good. Fuck yeah. me though. Uh, <laughs> the music still stands. Music, I don't care. Yeah, man. the music. The music. It's it's very good. Yeah, yeah it's very yeah. good. Uh, but Did you I, ever mess with like Run the Jewels? Yeah, yeah. Run the Jewels is fire. Bro. I went back to the first one, man. I oh, was man. like, yo. Yeah, Banana Clip. Or yeah, whatever. That's yeah, yeah, fire, yeah. Dude. Killer Mike, man. Yeah, LP. Man. Yep, yep. Jeez. Uh, um, yeah, it's I'm hard. Trying to think of something. I know, I know, I know. You know, collab album. I actually don't know. If you have a collab album uh, that you think is fire, yeah, let us know. But. I actually can't think of anyone outside of the ones that I just mentioned. I feel like there hasn't that. been that many in recent years, maybe. Juice World and Future had one randomly. I didn't even bother. No, Future and Lil Uzi had one too, right? Uh, I don't know. Like a mixtape or something? I didn't listen to it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for me, Watch the Throne is the one that comes to mind. Um, yeah, man, but it's an interesting question, you know? But I always kind of wish Drake and Migos did one. Yeah. Rest in peace, Take yeah, so. Take It was yeah, his birthday, yeah. I think, the other day. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, man. Terrible. All right, but let's uh let's let's jump into our topic. Let's man. jump in, man. Bro, it's that, the longest recap, we've taken the recap shit. was uh was an episode of his own, but Straight let's get up. it. Um so I sent you this. Uh Twitter is experimenting with adding a job portal a la LinkedIn. Um and we've spoken to their mission that Elon Musk has has, has mentioned, which is they want to be the everything app. Yeah. So you can come to this app for the tweets and find a job and they are also looking into dating as well. So find a, you know, a significant other and all these other things. But I was kind of looking at this and I'm like, does LinkedIn even have like competition for what LinkedIn does? And do we think Twitter would be, you know, could get to that level? <laughs> of level. It, it might probably not of LinkedIn, but like to at least, you know, um, provide competition for LinkedIn. It could get to the level of cringiness. That's for sure. <laughs> Cause I've seen all that shit on LinkedIn way too much, bro. Yeah. But in all seriousness, I don't think so. No. Um, yeah. I think LinkedIn is actually like functionally. I think LinkedIn is actually like really good. 
if you need a job or you need to like look up a company, you're applying for work, looking for work, uh, hiring. Yeah. You know, I think it's actually pretty good from like course, what it's yeah, supposed to do. It's just like mucked up with like so much cringe content and like ego inflation. Of and like that's CDRs whatever. And that's whatever. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. LinkedIn. But, yeah. Cause LinkedIn, cause I was thinking like what's LinkedIn's like competitor. Like you have the monster, the indeed and stuff like that. Yeah. But LinkedIn offers that like social aspect, right? Like where you can post, uh, you can follow other people. You can look up companies, posts and things like that, which Twitter could actually offer in a way of like, I can look at a company's tweets and their posts and their behavior and stuff like that. And, it's not the same, but I kind of initially I was just like, there's no way this is going to work, but I could actually see it somewhat working for Twitter in a way. I think out of all of the social media platforms, like probably Twitter would be the Twitter best or Facebook. one. Yeah, 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 Twitter yeah. or Facebook for sure. Yeah. Um, I think Facebook's probably a little bit too outdated. I think they've lost too many of their like millennial user base. Yeah. Um, Gen Z is just not going anywhere near that. So I think Twitter is actually like a good sweet spot for actual like millennial people who don't necessarily want to use the cringiness of LinkedIn all the time. Yeah, so I think yeah. is the potential there. Yes. Uh, is it something that will actually turn into something? Ask us in six months. Yeah, you know if it I mean? even happens. Yeah, yeah, it you might turn I mean. into one of those. Uh, what was a remember LinkedIn stories? Oh yeah, Clubhouse. oh yeah, LinkedIn stories, bro. <laughs> Clubhouse, man. man. Clubhouse, yeah. shout out to Clubhouse. Do dude. not shout out Clubhouse. Um, yeah, let's move on. Okay, so we're gonna fly through these, right? Yeah. Modelo surpasses Bud Light as a top beer in America. Oh, crazy! You wow. know, and this is Modelo is actually fire, though. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Modelo. Modelo is nice. really good. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big beer drinker, but if I do, it's like a Modelo or a Corona. Yeah. Um, Top beer in, in America following the backlash of, yeah. if you remember, we spoke about it on the Mad Mix, but then partnering with a trans influencer. Yeah. Um, conserv- conservatives were pissed and they did a whole. They're outraged. They're outraged, so outraged. Did a whole boycott, you know, of, of Bud Light <laughs> buying the beers and shooting them with an AK 47 and all of that dumb shit. But yeah, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Like, like dude, like, you still <laughs> bought it, though. Like, you still bought it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, what I hilarious. hate to see is that, like, so they're saying Bud Light sales dropped almost 25% in four weeks leading up to June, um, while Modelo's rose 13%. So, you know, um, I don't know if Bud Light was already trending um, downwards and then this was, like, the accelerator. Um, but it's interesting to kind of see how that happened. Um, and they're both owned by the same parent Yeah, it's, it's company. the same shit, dude. <laughs> like, it's the same company. Like, people are like, yeah, stick it to the man. We yeah. gotta buy... We're not, we're not conservative enough to, to change our loyalty. No, and it has a bush is making the, that... We'll uh, change the, the kind, but... Yeah. I think that's hilarious. It's interesting, just kind of how that works, right? But, yeah. Modelo's a good beer. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I... like, And I don't like Bud Light. Bud Light, to me, is like a... It's not a beer that I am... That I would order myself. I'm yeah, not a big yeah, fan yeah. of it. I just don't like the taste of it. Yeah, but it's I just always the... saw Bud Light as like synonymous with Americans. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, and it's I most don't know. popular. You know, totally. But just interesting to see kind of how that how that played out, and we'll see if like things bounce back and all that. If it's like a short term thing, but yeah, I was like, oh shit, okay. The damn bro, that's crazy kind yeah. of moment right there. And Heiser Bush is like, hey, we good, though. Like, They're like, hey, <laughs> They're like, damn, that sucks, that sucks. Well, anyways. Uh, Keep buying that shit. We still good. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like one of the biggest, like, beer companies in the world. Literally. So, like, yeah, they're, they're, uh, fine. They're, they're fine. They're like, damn, well, 
Anyways, <laughs> uh, to the next, yeah. let's let's move on here. Let's do it. Uh, this is a good one. Uh, Leo Messi signs <laughs> with an MLS team. That's crazy. That's he signs with Inter Miami. Uh, the specifics of the actual contract, I'm not sure of at this point. But it's got to include like he's got some type man. of ownership yeah, of like, yeah. the team. Yeah. He's getting paid like a stupid amount. Um, and he like, turned down like a billion in uh like in like, like the four, Saudi a few years, yeah, or yeah, something. yeah, which, which is like, crazy. Yeah, which like one point three billion or something yeah. like that to play for four years or something. I'm like, I would take that in. Yeah, but that <laughs> we're means in two very different positions, you know, for sure. Like, but he's in, then he goes to that league and he's got to play, you know, against Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, is he like, you know, this is a long term play of yeah. like ownership. And, yeah, you and know? now he's like, well, he's coming to North America. Yeah, that Ronaldo can't do, and it's like. Oh shit! Okay, this is completely changing the dynamic of the MLS. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ticket prices have gone up insane amount. Like my so when I was getting my haircut yesterday, my barber was saying that he was thinking about going to Chicago uh, to watch, you know, whatever the Chicago team is yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't against s- Miami because Leo's he's coming this summer. Yeah. Uh, they said the ticket prices normally for an MLS game tickets can be anywhere from like you know average seats could be. Thirty to sixty dollars. Oh, he said tickets were four hundred dollars. I'm like, bro, they the, is that for the first game or just in general? I think for the first game that okay. he's playing there. Yeah, but yeah I imagine first game would be it's going to be very, very insane. Yeah. Um, but the the social media following, I think on Instagram, it went from like oh yeah, yeah. eight million to eighty million or like something, something nuts crazy. or like four million to eight. Like he's he, like the most followed person on. On Instagram, I think I, him and or Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah he's got to be up there. They're crazy, man. Which is crazy to see. So, like, one player is completely changing the dynamic of you know a league that's historically been overlooked. What's the uh, speak to me in NBA terms? It's like if, uh, like if LeBron. I'm gonna went say to the like Chinese the, league. yeah, yeah, like if LeBron went to play for the like Guangdong Tigers or something <laughs> like that, yeah. or even like if like. Um, you know, Kevin Durant played for like the CEBL or something, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was yeah. almost like when J Cole came to play for that, but Shooting like J stars, Cole's yeah. not a very different. Player. Yeah, yeah. But I but get like, what you're saying. That the level attention. of like fame and stardom has like never been touched like this in a league. Yeah. Uh, like the MLS. Yeah. If LeBron went to the CEBL, that would be. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, it would yeah. it would be That's insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that Ticket league prices. would just like he's he's an economy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he he holds so much weight and so much power that. This league now revolves around Messi. Of course. Of which course. is, it, honestly, it's so cool to see. Because you get to see this guy come, who typically plays like overseas. You get to see him yeah. play on a team. Like, a team's probably going to be, you know. We'll yeah, see. how are they? Are they? I have no idea. I heard David Beckham, like, is one of the owners. Oh, of Inter-Miami? Yeah, yeah. That, he made uh, that investment, like, a long time ago. Let's let's have a look here about uh, the MLS standings. How they're doing, yeah. Because um, it would be pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, they're they're last in the league. Oh, seriously? Yeah, oh, they, they've lost. <laughs> they've lost, uh, or at least in their Eastern Conference, they've lost twelve games and they won five. TFC's up there with three. They have five wins, twelve losses. TFC's got three wins, ten draws, and five losses. Ten draws, Jesus. I know. Okay. Yeah, it's ten. Well, I don't even want to get I'm into not even that. Watching. Right yeah, now. yeah. Holy. But, okay, so so fixer upper uh, team. Kind yeah. Of. <laughs> who knows what like that's actually going to do? Um, because yeah. soccer obviously is a team sport. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not like one player can come in and just completely dominate. This isn't like tennis or like an individual sport, but but can change the whole kind of like oh it changes it changes the gravity of the league. Yeah, it, he, not even that, but like how the players perform. I'm sure they're gonna like absolutely step up completely yeah, with totally. Messi on the on he the could pitch, probably right? win a game by himself. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, but like it's not a sustainable strategy. But no, like no. you're he's able to attract multiple like free agents and the beginning and all that kind of stuff it's the beginning of something really cool and um it'll be really it'll be cool to see and you know good for good for the mls good for soccer just in general um but who's the biggest star in the mls in the mls other than this yeah um honestly tfc had a couple bangers they got lorenzo insigne and federico bernadeschi both guys played on team italy like is there one household name that's like this guy is like um, the best player. Caring, you know, the best player who played in MLS. Uh, there was like like David Beckham played uh, okay, for sure. LA. Uh, Latin Ibrahimovic played. Um, uh, Sebastian Javinko. Yeah, yeah, he played for TFC. He was like nasty back in the day. Okay, too. okay, yeah. Uh, but there's a few guys who have like really like. Yeah, but not like one like big famous name. Yeah. Like if you think of MLS, you think of this guy. Yeah, not no, really. Like, okay, not okay. Really. At least from my perspective. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'm very new to MLS. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool, man. I think, uh, generally speaking, it'll be interesting to see how, uh, you know, the team performs, the league performs. Yeah. The viewership is going to go through the roof. It sucks because Miami isn't playing in Toronto uh, for the rest uh, of the season. Choo, 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 so I'm like, choo, choo. oh, dude, that sucks. But Toronto is playing. Got to go over Miami, to Miami. So I'm yeah. like, hey, man, like, let's work something out here. Yeah. My boy, Adam, he listens to the podcast. I work with him as well. Um, he goes to, like, every TFC game. So I wonder if he's going to go to Miami, you know. But um, shout out to Adam. You got to let me know who is the who's the guy in the MLS because Alec mean, doesn't know. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. What do you think? Should we get into this last topic or wait? I think we wait. Yeah. I think we, we give the people that next week. You know? Yeah. We, we got a good one. We got a good one. Um, stay tuned. We're going to talk a little bit about ageism in the workplace. This is a topic that has been coming about for the last you know five years, at least since I've been working mostly in like the marketing and agency space. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll touch on a little bit of statistics around that, but let's save that for an open discussion for next week because... That's- I think we got our episode right there, man. Hey, we covered a lot, man. Yeah, we covered dude. snitching. We covered all the way from snitching <laughs> to Modelo to beer one, to, to Modelo, all of it. Yeah, to all of to Messi. Yeah, all of it. That's so, a mad mix right there. That's a ma- hey, it's a it's a mad mix. I knew you were going to you know do that. I, mean? I love it. Uh, the pun, the pun king out here. Thank you to everyone who listened. Uh, Bud Light guys, please don't get mad at us again. Uh, but appreciate everyone's support. Stay tuned for more great content. That was episode 15. Thank you very much. And have a great morning, afternoon, night, whatever you're listening to this. Appreciate you. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.